0: Without a massive portfolio or tons of references, it can feel almost impossible to get a job in technology. So we are going to break down the behaviors that seem to stand out for early stage software engineers who are successful in tech. Welcome to Effectively Human, where we discuss how to close a knowledge gap between technology and the people who use it. Each week, your host, Morgan Lopes, will share real-life practical tools on how to bridge the gap. Let's jump in. In 2015, our team at Polar Notion developed an apprenticeship program. The idea was to help those transitioning out of co-schools, boot camps, or non-traditional backgrounds and transition well into tech. We put together a curriculum highlighting the most essential skills needed to be not only ready for the job, but valuable and actively contributing to projects. The biggest hangup that we found wasn't in leveling up a software engineer. It was actually in selecting the right person early enough to actually move them through the program. We began the process by looking back who were those that had been the most successful? What did they have in common? We spoke with friends in the community who had experience hiring students out of these courses and and non-traditional experiences, and we came up with a list of behaviors. What I love the most about these behaviors is they don't actually speak much to the technical abilities. Early on, it's really hard to look at someone's technical ability and determine their future success. These behaviors have more to do with the either discipline or the interests of the candidate. And we have found that these behaviors, the non-technical representation of a candidate, are actually way more valuable and way more likely indicators of success than mere technical abilities. In many regards, this defies conventional wisdom. So, what are they? The ideal engineering candidate Coming out of a code school or bootcamp or non-traditional background, for us, these were apprentices. First, they demonstrate an excitement about learning. They want to acquire a new understanding to not just know how to get the job done, but to understand more about how it actually works. The next behavior is curiosity for new information, not merely being content with what they already know, But looking to acquire uh, new skills, new information, this fits into what I would consider a lifetime learner. You can exhibit those behaviors very early on in your career. The third thing is dabbling with side projects. Side projects tend to correlate with really great software engineers. Now, of course, that's not always true. I believe that ebbs and flows during different seasons of life, for sure. But by and large, side projects, are representative of someone who likes to tinker with things, who likes to apply their learning in different ways, who wants to explore different rabbit holes uh, and on the topic of curiosity, not just is interested and wants book knowledge, but actually wants to apply those skills. The fourth, and this speaks a lot to people who went through some type of educational experience, whether boot camp, code school, or even if a non-traditional background, perhaps they attended online courses or something to that effect. The pursuit of education outside of class, not relying on an instructor to get all the skills and knowledge needed to get the job done. The final behavior that we've seen for successful apprenticeship early stage software engineer candidates, they show initiative. In many cases, they will attend study sessions. They'll mentor other students. They will do something above and beyond the curriculum or the typical call of duty. So those are the five primary behaviors. They demonstrate an excitement to learn, a curiosity about new information. They take that curiosity and they dabble with side projects. They pursue education outside of just formal training and they show initiative. Beyond those five, there are two more that I would put into a nice to have optional category. The reason they exist in this bucket is because, in a lot of cases, uh, it's not reasonable to assume that everyone has the time or the flexibility in their personal life to accommodate these two areas. But if someone does or they do exist, that is a strong indication of uh, someone who could be successful. The first is they pursue extracurricular opportunities like meetups and hackathons and community events. Again, I realize that for those that have children or may work many jobs, but this isn't always an opportunity for most people. And so we don't want someone's life circumstances to eliminate their possibilities. I think great people have really complex lives. And so uh, it is definitely a nice to have thing, but those who pursue extracurricular activities are exhibiting a very healthy behavior. And finally, in the bucket of nice-to-have things, they build rich connections with the community that they exist within. So if somebody has gone through a program, then ideally, they have engaged with guest speakers, not just asking questions during Q&As, but following up afterward, nurturing that relationship. They don't not only show up for office hours, but stay connected to that instructor. If the school they're a part of falls into a cohort, then they're not only getting to know the fellows in their cohort, but they're reaching back to the alumni, previous people who've gone through this program and building connections and learning from those that came before them. So there you have it, a few behaviors that set candidates apart even early on in their career, especially early on in their career when they may not have the portfolio, they may not have the references, there are underlying behaviors found to be a better indicator of future success. Thanks for listening to Effectively Human. Want to join in on the conversation? Submit your questions on EffectivelyHuman.tech to hear them on the show, and of course, subscribe so you never miss a beat.